Hey guys, I'm Mina. Hey y'all, I'm Ashley. And welcome back to Through the Cracks. getting into uh one of my favorite topics personally um having a backbone first of all and uh saying what you mean and meaning what you say that is a very important important topic in my opinion because I think this is something that a lot of people especially when you're young um and you know what actually a lot of people no matter how old you are no matter how old you are because we are actually now we're actually just discussing this that's it's a thing that we've even been hearing parents um talk about for like years even when we were a kid like Ashley was just telling me a story um about when what was the story when you were a kid so I was in middle school, and like I said, I'm a generational people pleaser, therefore my mother was also one, <laughs> and she would complain because people would take her up on the offers she made to like help them do certain things. She'd be like, they're not really respecting like the time that I'm taking out to do this, and yada, 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 and I was like, well, then why did you offer? Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, it's polite, and I was like, well, don't offer if you don't want to do it. Right. Exactly. And see, that's what we we mean when we say, say what you mean and mean what you say. Like, don't say it if you don't mean it. That That's ridiculous. And if you do say it, then mean it. Damn it. Like, <laughs> what? It's, it's like everyone always says, like, you know, it's like someone doesn't feel, oh, my God, let me know if you need any help with anything. Someone gets in a car accident. Oh, my God, let me know if you need anything. Like, all you know like we always say like oh like let me know like oh I'll help you with this oh like you know like of course I can help you with like just let me know if you like we always say that to people that's like our automated response almost to like when someone is struggling or someone is going through something or someone is having a hard time or someone is like whatever oh you need help studying yeah for sure just let me know or like we run into someone in public that we haven't seen in a while oh my god girl let me know we gotta get together for coffee like you don't have to offer that every time someone needs something or you see someone or whatever like if it's like if you don't want to if you have zero intention in following through don't offer because you're gonna feel awkward when they ask you to do it because you're gonna either one make an excuse and they're gonna feel awkward that you made an excuse or two you're gonna feel awkward and gonna go through it with it anyways and be uncomfortable the whole time and then they're gonna be able to tell that you're uncomfortable so just just don't offer I mean, I'm right there with you. I I think a lot of us do get in that habit of being like, oh, let me know if you need anything. And sometimes you mean that, but you have to set boundaries around what you're capable of doing. So a good way to fix that is by saying, instead of a broad, let me know if you need anything, hey, if you want me to bring over some food or some casserole so you don't have to cook this week, I'll gladly do that. Get specific with the things you actually are capable of doing. I think that was a huge thing that my mom was struggling with, you know, as I was watching her do all these things growing up because she had four children who she was making food for for different practices and driving us everywhere and driving friends. So when people did ask her to do things, they looked at her kind of like, well, she's a stay-at-home mom, so I can ask her to do these big projects. And really, she didn't have that much Mm -hmm. time. She had four kids aging from the range of, 18 at the time that I remember a lot of this going on my oldest brother was 
out of the house. So I was like nine watching a lot of this go down. And instead of her being like, hey, I, you know, know that you're struggling. I will gladly take your son home from soccer practice because that's something reasonable for her to be able to do in her schedule. It would be like, let me know if you need anything. It would be like, perfect. I need you to help me plan this PTA event from start to finish. And then she would do it and complain the entire time about it because she offered, she didn't want to do it, and then it took a toll on her instead. Exactly. Because it's just like, for your own sake, you know, like, if you don't want to do something, don't do it because you know it's just, you're either going to follow through and feel awful the whole time, or it's going to be an awkward situation when you say no and make some excuse after you offered to help them with said thing, you know? So, I don't know. And like, I feel like it happens in a lot of interesting different ways, and it's not even just like a specific situation type of thing, you know? Like, sometimes you have friends that are like, oh my god, yeah, like, I love you, you're my friend, you know, like, of course, we take care of each other, blah, 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 you've been friends forever, and then the second you actually need something, and you're like, hey, like, could you give me a ride to drop off my car at the garage? They're like, mm, no. Oh. <laughs> okay. I guess. Like, I don't know. We were just talking about that because I had a situation with a friend, like, we were supposed to go get coffee, right? And my car broke down on me today. Fun little, yeah, life update. Your girl's car broke down, finally. Honestly, we, we were surprised that it lasted this long to begin with. Um, Rogue One was on its last leg when I got him two years ago. He and, was uh, literally bought with the statement, so... She bought it from my parents. It was my old car before I got my new car, uh-huh. new to me car. And my dad <laughs> literally said, just drive this until you can get a new car and do not go more than an hour away. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think it was less than that. They said, this is a local car only. You can drive this in the city limits only. Basically, that was that is what I was... Um, That car is the love of my life honestly that car has held through for me more than any any person ever has that car that car has it's the number of times when i've gone out and it didn't start and i said rogue please i just i just need a little bit longer i need a little bit longer buddy please get me through the next month please you are my saving grace sir i say a little bit of a prayer and then i go to crank it again and he starts I kid you not, um, that car is sentient. It hated me, and I hated it. We didn't get along. It loves me. But yeah, anyways, uh, my car decided today that it was the day to uh, croak. So, rest in peace, Rogue. You've been good to me. I might start crying. <laughs> anyways, I asked my friend. I was like, hey, since we already had plans to go to like coffee shop or whatever, would you mind like dropping me off at the car rental place or whatever it is because I have to rent a car because of, of course my car des- decides to die before I have the busiest freaking month of my entire year it's fine it's the thing that happens to me I'm just I have amazing luck so good so good just one thing after the next it's good we're good um and said friend was like no I was like oh no hate no hate because I know he's listening but I was like oh uh, I mean, okay, that's fine. Well, then I I guess we 
can't go get coffee then because yeah I don't have a car and uh all of my roommates are out of town so I have no way to get to the car rental place as of currently because I really don't want to pay like $60 for an uber to go 10 minutes because that's what it is right now couldn't tell you why but it is um yeah I was like okay but to me in my head it's like I understand if it's like okay it's an inconvenience like I'm okay I'm not I'm not the kind of person that ever asks somebody to go like way out of their way or like I am such I'm like a low-key people pleaser I'm not a very I'm a closet people pleaser I am I'm a closet people pleaser that's what we're gonna call it um I never ask anyone for help like it's so rare that I ask someone for help because usually I'm like I got it I'm Miss Independent I can do everything myself. I don't need anyone or anything. Leave me alone. <laughs> Which is a little bit problematic sometimes. But said person is someone who has gotten on to me for years about that exact thing. They're like, just take help when it's offered to you. Just do that. Like, when somebody is going to help you, just, or ask for help, you know? Like, this person has always told me, like, you don't have to do everything yourself. But then the second I asked for literally something that wouldn't even take five minutes no I was like oh then why do you always nail that into me we literally had this conversation on spring break the first day that we drove down we had gone to a party and Mina was very obviously like I'm not feeling this just sitting on her phone I freaking am not a person that likes to party or go to clubs or drink excessively like I am I am the opposite of a 21 year old so <laughs> yeah during I, this process yeah. I kept asking her I was like you know do you want to go outside we do you want to go upstairs do you want to do something else and did not know it at the time but this friend was berating her for not asking for help to leave or to do something yeah. else because Mina was like, well, they're having a... They were like, it's your spring break too. I was like, okay. Because Mina was like, well, they're having a good time. So like, I don't want to intrude. If this person's over here hyping her up to just say something. A huge part of what we're talking about today. And then when push comes to shove and she speaks up, you know, you get shut down. And what that teaches you is that that person is no longer a safe person to ask for help. Right. Because it's like oh okay fine but then that person gets mad when I don't ask them for help and I try to do things on my own they're like just ask for help you know like I'll help you with the thing and I'm like okay but every time I do ask you for help you say no so why would I keep asking you for help that doesn't make any sense (laughs) exactly and that's why like the best I have advice I have for that situation is to get specific with the things you are willing to help for if you are not helping or if you are not willing to actually physically help this person to drive them anywhere things like that then be like you know if you're ever feeling sad or you want like emotional help come to me or hear me out don't offer to help (laughs) just don't just be like oh i'm so sorry that you're going through that (laughs) end of sentence that sucks i think is the perfect reaction yeah i know that a lot of people don't think that that's a good enough reaction that they need to do more But I kid you not, y'all, when I'm complaining about something or I'm going through something, a lot of times that's the only thing I want to hear is I want the validation that, yes, that sucks. That's it. Indeed. What you are dealing with really is awful. 
Mina and I have talked about in previous podcasts. A lot of times when I, I go to her or I go to my significant other or people that I talk to, I'll say either I need advice or I just need to rant. So that way they know what kind of reaction to gauge from me. Mm-hmm. And the same way that Mina and I also talk about, like, do you want, like, a therapist response or a best friend response? You know, those are good ways to gauge what you should do. But my go-to reaction is, that sucks. <laughs> no matter what situation I told you was, whether it was advice, rant, best friend, therapist, that's the first thing that I want to hear in that situation because a lot of times that's really what we need is just that validation that in fact you were going through something hard and it's okay to be upset about that or to be sad about it or whatever emotion you're feeling. Precisely. Exactly. Like it's like, I don't know. I wish this person would have just like... And it's been years that they've been ingraining in me exactly that. Like, ask for help. Don't do everything by yourself. Don't take on all the responsibility yourself. Like, in everything from school projects to family problems, relationship problems, all the things. It's been stand up for yourself. Ask for help. Don't take it all on yourself. And then the second you ask for help, it's like, "Mm, no. That's just, like, off-putting, you know? It just, like, it was one of those things when I got the response, I was like, oh, oh what um I'm kind of confused but okay all right (laughs) yes that's fine I can find another way to do it I'll go back to being misindependent damn it (laughs) that's the thing like people think it's a bad habit but also I feel like it it can be a mediocre bad habit is like feeling like you're responsible for everything because like you the one person you know you can count on is yourself as shitty and lonely as that kind of sounds, the one person you know you can count on is yourself. Because I can tell you, every single time that I have done something where I was the only one responsible for the situation, it's gone just fine. It's been fine. There have been no hiccups, and it's been fine. But whenever I involve, not every time, but when I involve other people in things, or if I ask for help, usually for me, it goes horribly wrong. And it's like situations like this, and I'm like, well, fine, I won't ask for help then. I'll just pay $60 for the Uber, damn it. Fine. Like, I, okay, you know? <laughs> but it, it's like, I'm I'm comfortable talking about this because this person is someone who I'm very, very close to and have been for a very long time. And it's like, what? Like, if it was just, like, someone I'm not that close to, be like, oh, okay, like, it's fine, I understand. Like, it's kind of an inconvenience, whatever. But, like, this is a person that's, like, a ride or die, or at least it pretends like they're a ride or die, or like says that they're a ride or die, you know, and I actually am a ride or die for this person, like there is not a thing that I haven't done to go out of my way for this person in the past, so it's like, oh, don't say it if you don't mean it, that's all I'm saying, that's all I'm saying, so perfect timing, really, but you know, it's okay, sometimes it's that way, and sometimes like, there's also like, not only from the side of saying what you mean and meaning what you say and following up your words with actions and so on, but also what do you do when someone's actions don't follow up with what their words were, you know, because there is that side of the same situation. There's two sides of the coin. Um, And like I was just saying, you know, like I just dealt with that situation where it's like this person didn't follow through with something that they've been telling me for ever. And then it's like, well, what, oh, okay, like, how do I take that, you know, like, how do you process that, because I feel like for most people, the immediate reaction would be like, damn, but like, 
what especially because like the specific it's a very specific situation because like we already had plans and it wouldn't even add five more minutes onto said plans or take five minutes out of said plans so it's like uh why you know like how do you deal with that so I don't know Ashley what would you say is your best advice on how you would respond in a situation like I think for me like we've talked about it makes you question like the events happening around that day as well as just kind of your friendship as a whole and while respecting their boundaries I think it's okay to ask the question of like oh well why like is it too difficult to get me like there and back because like maybe I can work something out with like the second trip like a little bit more detail with that so that way you can try to come up with a compromise right like a solution exactly However, I know for this situation, it was just kind of a blatant, no, I'm not doing that no matter what. With a little bit of attitude for spice, if you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) And so it really does put you into a weird situation of then kind of having to address with this person, like, where y'all's friendships are. You know, if you're... Right. There are layers to how friendly you are with people. They're best friends and friends and acquaintances and work friends, you know. And what I thought was a ride or die. Exactly. So there are levels to friendship and you kind of have to then reassess like, okay, have you moved to a different level? Because we all know there are things that you ask of certain people. Like you ask work friends for a a ride to work Mm -hmm. because you work together, you're going to the same location. You're not going to ask your work friend to drive you to the airport. You know, that's a... Unless your work friendship has become, like, you know, beyond that. Because, like, you've got a lot of friends that have even become friends of mine. So. Oh, yeah. I don't consider them work friends, though. Like, they're friends I met through work. Yeah. But they're true. true. There is a difference between, like, work friends, school friends, and then people you met through school and work. Exactly. From my past job, I still have who I consider work friends. One of them reached out to me on Instagram the other day and sent me a random video that he was like, for some reason, this reminds me of you. That's and I cute. was like, I you know what? Do that. I, I appreciate that. It was very chaotic energy. However, the version of me he saw at work, it was 110% fitting. <laughs> <laughs> and so you kind of have to reassess, well, okay, then where does this person fall in my... Have you been demoted in the level of... In my hierarchy of friends, exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that, truly. like. Sometimes it happens. It's okay. People grow apart. Exactly. And it doesn't mean it's an immediate cutoff situation. Sometimes it really is just a reevaluation to go, okay, we're acquaintances then. Right. Or, okay, well, you know, thought we were best friends, ride or die. Maybe I need to, like, rely on you a little bit less, lower you down to, like, a a basic friend package. (laughs) It's kind of like, okay, okay, this is, like, that reminded me of when I was in a relationship and... I was like, honey, you are asking for wife-level duties at a girlfriend-level salary. Uh, Sorry, your package has expired. You must upgrade in order to receive that that benefit. Like, no. Same thing. Same thing goes for friends. Like, you've got, there's different levels and packages of friends. It's like, sorry, you gotta, like, I feel like it's easier to raise in the ranks of friendship packages. You know, typically, like, you, like, you could really go from 
acquaintances to best friends like that you know like I know people who even recently I've met that I've just like clicked with like that and we've just become super close friends and like we went very high up in the hierarchy of friends very quickly and like it works that way and then there are people that you meet that like are an acquaintance and stay an acquaintance and that's fine and then there are people that you meet and they become a friend and they kind of stay a friend and then there's sometimes that you have a ride or die that kind of goes all the way down to uh I used to know them <laughs> situation and that's okay that's okay it's part of growing it's part of yeah life and a huge part of if you were trying to avoid those changes in hierarchy of friendships that's part of what we're talking about with do what say what you mean and do what you say because a mm -hmm. lot of us like we say we're able to do these things we don't follow through it makes you question the friendship but also I make it very clear in all of my relationships platonic um romantic whatever it may be that I am not a person who understands passive-aggressive comments or subtlety. If there's a problem, I need you to tell me. I've mm -hmm. been in far too many situations where people will make a comment that I think is a joke. And then, I shit you not, a full month later, they're like, well, you're still doing this thing. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I, I didn't know that this was a thing. Right. And I am... Not guilty of necessarily the passive-aggressive comment, but of being afraid of confrontation, so just never bringing up the issue. And friendships fizzle and die because of that. Relationships fizzle and die because of that because you're not able to actually talk through the issue at hand. Yeah. No, for sure. And I completely agree with that. Like, I can't even tell you the number of friendships I've had that just, like, ended overnight for no reason at all. It's like, um, okay... Oh, that's fine because I'm like a very different kind of friend I feel like I am like what we would traditionally describe as a ride or die like I there's nothing that I wouldn't do for my friends and when I say that I mean it and I can actually say that I have followed that up with like all of my actions for a very long time you know like when my friends ask me to do something I will rearrange my schedule to make sure that I can help them with the thing, you know? Like, unless I am legitimately out of the state or the country or, you know, physically in the middle of a wedding reception or something, like, I will do whatever I can to make sure that, like, I can help my friends with whatever they've asked for, you know? Like, the number of times that I had to take Ashley, like, to drop off her car at the garage on my way to work, you know? Like, I did the thing, and it's fine. Like, I will do the, I, okay, so I have to leave five minutes earlier. Big deal. You know, like, that's just the kind of person I am, and so I guess because I'm that kind of person, part of me on a subconscious level, like, expects the same from my friends or expects other people to want to be that same kind of ride or die friend that will like willingly help you with anything so when somebody says like oh like yeah let me know if you need anything if I like it's very very rare that I do need something but if I do and I do ask it's like I know I would help them with this thing so I like I won't ask somebody to do something that I wouldn't do for them myself, like, if they asked. I know that the majority of our listeners grew up in the American school system in which you <laughs> learn in kindergarten that the golden rule is to treat others the way you want to be treated. It is mm -hmm. not over the moon unreasonable for you to expect people to do the same that you have done for them. Not that you would theoretically do, but that you have actively done for them. Mm -hmm. Y'all, at one point during this semester, I had a 
full mental breakdown. And I know that if I still lived next door, Mina would have been there in 30 seconds. Now, physically, she couldn't be there for me because as we've talked about, her car is not allowed outside of city limits and I do in fact <laughs> live out of state. So you know what she did? The equivalent was she stayed on phone with me for two hours while I had an entire mental breakdown. She was in the middle of editing, like trying to get work done and I'm over here bawling my eyes out. And she just stayed on the phone, talked me through it because that's what she was capable of doing in the moment. And that is equally as mm-hmm. acceptable as if she had been 30 minutes because of course there are things within reason that we ask and request of our friends Mm -hmm. but the number one thing is we've been in opposite scenarios before she did exactly for me what i've also done for her in the past that is an equal 50 50 Mm -hmm. relationship and that's right understandable to ask of all of your friends like you can't expect other people to do things for you that you wouldn't do for them and obviously like be reasonable you know like you're not gonna ask a friend to drive you to california like unless they're going to california with you like you know so be reasonable obviously and be respectful of other people's time but you can do those things without being a people pleaser and without being a brat you know like you don't have to be snobbish about it and you also don't have to expect too much but you it's there's like plenty of things that's like reasonable to ask for help with you know and like I don't know when somebody doesn't want to follow through with that okay fine so they don't want to follow through with that at the end of the day like you might feel like oh that's kind of sucky uh maybe I need to reevaluate where you're ranked in my friendship hierarchy But at the end of the day, it is what it is, and you're going to figure your shit out no matter what. So just live your life, boo. (laughs) Like we said, part of having that conversation with them of saying, okay, well, to Mm -hmm. you, did this seem like an unreasonable request? Is there a specific reason why this request didn't work? Is this not something I should come to you for? That helps you reevaluate, but also it could potentially help keep that person an active participant in your life if there really is a reason that maybe they didn't feel like upfront talking about you know there there are lots of situations right. where i i went to go see one of my friends and we had had plans that we were going to meet at x location at x time i ended up sleeping in called her her car had just been taken to the shop like that morning like a lot of things went down and i was like okay well i still have to leave it x time do you still want to go do something for, you know, instead of being able to spend like four hours together, we only have like two hours. Is that still cool with you? Do you still want to do that? And yes, we still ended up hanging out. We had a great time. We got to see each other, even though it was for half the time that we planned because shit happens. Exactly. It's called bleep. But instead of a passive aggressive text, like from me being like, oh, thanks for telling me, or (laughs) her sending a passive-aggressive text and being like, wow, guess, like, wasn't worth setting an alarm for, or something like that. Like, we just went with the situation that we were presented. And that's... Right. It's called going with the flow and understanding that shit happens. Exactly. And this is the kind of person who I have a wonderful relationship. I absolutely adore her and have both gone above and beyond for each other and in the same way like I know that I am not an easy person to get in touch with 
And I know that can have a negative effect on my friendships. I've talked about it once before, but over the summer, I literally had a sit down conversation with two of my friends talking about how we went three months without talking to each other and we don't want to do that again and trying our best to keep in touch with each other, keep up to date. You know, it's hard. We both have a lot going on. I don't think I've been able to get in touch with either one of them over this past month. And that's not throwing any shade or anything like that. That's a factual statement, but it's a conversation that we have already had to be like, listen, as long as the effort's being there, even if we don't actually get to talk on the phone, if I see the missed calls going back and forth, then I'm going to know that we're trying. Right. Right. Like, you know, you're trying, you know, that like your friend is still being a friend and like life just happens, you know, like that's the thing about like adult friendships are just going to have to be an entire episode because like, I feel like I could go on about that forever is like how adult friendships are just very different, you know, and like sometimes we, we do say what we mean, but we can't follow through with whatever it is, depending on the timing, you know, so it's like, um, you know, like, if I, like, I work a lot, like, a lot, you know, and, like, sometimes I have friends that are, like, oh, like, let's get together and get coffee or something, I'm, like, yeah, I would absolutely love to, and I genuinely mean that I would absolutely love to, but then when it comes to actually trying to make plans and find a time that works for both of us, I'm, like, my schedule is so jam-packed, I don't have time to sleep or, like, shower or eat, like, I literally take super short showers, and I sleep a very minimal amount of time, like, I, like, I really don't have the time, I would love to get coffee with you, really, I honestly mean that, but I genuinely booked myself solid this month, don't know why I did that to myself, funny, don't ask, <laughs> I love, I love my job, so it's, it's okay, but it sucks because I have to, like, I have to give up a lot of things that I want to do as a 20-year-old, you know? Like, I want to go to music festivals, and I want to get coffee with my friends, and I want to go shopping, and I want to, like, go on spring break trips and things like that. Like, I want to do those things, but I literally, I'm, I'm also 20 with a career, like a, like a real job, you know, and I can't just, like, and, like, those of you who do have career jobs and aren't still in college or working part-time, like, you know, it's, you can't just, like, up and leave whenever you want. You can't just take time off whenever you want, and granted, I am self-employed, so I do make my own schedule, but I make my schedule a year in advance. All of my events are pretty much booked a year in advance. Like, I already know what my 2023 is going to look like. It's not like I have, like, a 9 to 5, you know? And, like, I always feel so bad, but it's always, like, I promise, like, the second I get a free time, I'm not kidding you, I have a sticky note of, like, people in my queue that I have to hang out with because I promised them that I would hang out with them the second I got a free day, and I do absolutely follow up with them, even if it's a month later, because that's what you, that's what a good friend does, in my opinion. I follow through with my word, even if I'm a little late on it. I I know exactly where you're coming from. Um, the majority of the time, like, I've talked about it. I live in Alabama now. All of my friends live in Georgia. Straight up, all of them do. And so I have a lot of people that I <laughs> want to see when I'm home, but I come home for about two days at a time. That is time to fit in multiple friends groups, multiple locations. You know, I have a lot of friends that live in a different city than Mina and I do that's a full hour and 30 minutes away so that in of itself is a full day trip and 
a lot of times it has to be last minute and I can fit in the people who can also fit in last minute. And that's okay because mm-hmm. once again, like, you follow through to the best of your ability. However, both of us are saying, like, okay, absolutely I want to do this as soon as possible. I will keep you updated on this thing. And then being friends with people who are also right. flexible and aware that things change. You know, Mina works mainly weekends, so very difficult for her to hang out with a lot of people because – a lot of friends are in college, can't really hang out during the week, can hang out on weekends when she's working, opposite schedules. I've talked about with several of my friends before that right. they're in college, but they're also working like part-time or full-time jobs that pay really well. I am a caretaker for my grandmother, so I don't make as much money as if I had a, a part-time job somewhere. So there's also budgeting constraints that come with like you know I would love to be able to go on this trip with you financially it doesn't make sense most recently um two of my really good friends and I and one of their husbands were supposed to go on a trip to Nashville together for her birthday and you know about a week and a half beforehand she texted and she was like hey you know financially it it doesn't make sense for us like we just got back we're trying to find a new place to live like financially we can't do it fully respected and understood that doesn't change our friendship it doesn't change anything about that yes we still want to travel together yes we still Mm -hmm. want to make trip plans together there are a lot of factors that go into that absolutely a huge part about it is once again when you are making offers like this you communicate the constraints of those offers hey i would love to travel with you Financially, I can't do it unless I have X amount of time to save, you know, or I need to know the budget. God, we should just rename the podcast (laughs) Reasons Why You Should Communicate and How to Do It. (laughs) Because I feel like that's what every single episode has pretty much been about. Like, that's what so much of life revolves around, you know, like communication in the proper way. Be honest and open. Believe it or not. In order to have relationships with other humans, you have to communicate with them. I know it's a super weird concept. No way. We're not like bees where you can just wiggle your butt and all of a sudden (laughs) everything you needed to convey is understood. You're telling me I have to use real words out of the actual dictionary? Mina, you also have to tell the truth. (gasps) No way. I know that one really hurt. (laughs) But I, I'm being honest here. Like, I know I'm saying this is a joke, but that's a huge part about it is, like, yeah. that's why we're saying don't be passive aggressive. Say what you mean. Because otherwise you're setting yourself up for failure in these friendships and these relationships. Yeah. You're being passive aggressive at every turn. At some point, that person doesn't even want to fix the situation. Facts. Because Big you're facts. just being a dick. Golf clap. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Very proud of that one. <laughs> Yeah, no, really, really, because, like, I don't know, the number of, oh, God, that really could get me going, because, okay, I am, like, a ridiculously honest person to the point where it's, like, okay. That shit hurts. I apologize in advance if it hurts your feelings. I only in that way, though, like, with people who I know, like, well, like, Ashley, you know, or, like, people who have known me for a very long time. I am brutally honest. I'm going to interject real quick. This is about two weeks ago. 
I was complaining about something. Amina goes, I'm going to be a bitch. Fucking suck it up. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, okay. But I always warn you because I know when I'm being so honest that I sound like a bitch. I was like, okay, look, this is going to sound really bitchy and I apologize in advance. But really, get over yourself. And like, in the moment, that's what you needed to hear. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. It was. It was, in fact. And I did admit that as soon as she said it. I was like, that that actually was the energy I needed in this situation. Thank you. Or, like, the other day, you were, like, freaking out in class about something. And I was like, okay, but really, what does this affect? Like, really, let's think about this logically. How does this change anything? You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Just pay attention. <laughs> Just listen to your lecture. That's what's going to affect things, ma'am. I can go on a, a full another tangent about the chaotic nature of that class from start to finish okay look (laughs) Um, yeah but the point is like i am brutally honest in a way that's like okay it might be a little too honest but i know when when and how to dial it down for the like for the setting and the for who the audience is which is you know you got to know those things sometimes there are some people that you can just be like bitch you look horrible please change your outfit I don't want you to go out and embarrass yourself. You know, like, that, to me, that's a good friend. That's someone who's saving your ass. Because if you look at your friend and they look like shit and you're like, yes, girl, work it. I love that outfit. And, like, inside you're like, oh, my God. That color makes her look like she's wearing vomit. (laughs) Like, to me, that's a shitty friend. Like, why would you let your friend go out looking like that, you know? So, say what you mean mean what you say (laughs) we've been talking very lightheartedly about this at the same time when it comes to finally having that conversation where you're saying the thing that you truly need to say make sure you're speaking up the entire time not every single person knows how to do what they say and say what they do if every single person did we wouldn't be making this episode right now It's a thing that you have to learn. Exactly. It's hard to assume that the other person that you're talking to is going to do exactly as you're saying. But like we talked about, treat her the way you want to be treated. If you want that kind of respect and that kind of response in a friendship or a relationship in any kind of serious conversation, then you need to do it first. Mm -hmm. Recently had to have a long, difficult conversation with my significant other and in the process they were saying things like well I know you don't like the way that I worded that or assuming my reaction to things once again we're in a long distance relationship so all of this had to be done over a phone call which is harder to gauge people's reactions Uh but very quickly I shut it down and said we are having a serious conversation right now about something that needs to be fixed if I have a problem with the way that you word something something that you talk about or I need to correct that you're misunderstanding what I'm saying, I will let you know. Do not put words in my mouth and do not jump to conclusions right now because I will be very clear and responsive in this because I need you to understand me. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time I've ever said anything like this to them because usually we're very joking, back and forth, a lot of banter. And in this situation, I needed to make it very clear that if there was an issue, I would speak up. I was so proud of you for that. Thank you. I was very proud of me for that. That felt like a huge next step in recovering people pleasers anonymous. <laughs> Stop.
stop. That's actually so funny. Can I get that put on a hat? <laughs> Absolutely. To go back towards our list of things that we have uh, laid out to discuss today. Another thing I think is also don't assume some like don't assume when you get like a weird response or something or like always ask for clarification you know like um if someone gives you a little bit of an attitude or like today like that friend I was like okay thanks anyways like they were like why do I sense attitude I was like "Uh, um first of all don't assume that I'm giving you an attitude I literally said thanks where is the attitude in one singular word thanks what so don't assume, ask for clarification, you could could have said, oh, like, is everything okay? Like, I'm sorry, you know, I couldn't help you with X, Y, Z. Like, y- you know, you don't just be like, oh, you don't have to give me an attitude. <laughs> That's exactly how that came up to me. a huge issue with texting is there's so much that can be easily misconstrued when you're texting back and forth exactly but Which also it's like part of the it, reason that's where ask for clarification comes in you know like i completely understand how texting can be a hard thing to navigate especially with long distance relationships or long distance friendships or whatever the case is like texting is just it can be hard to navigate especially if you're having a serious conversation or an off-putting conversation or whatever the situation is Sometimes it's hard to read tone via text or even via phone, honestly. Like, even, like, if you can't actually see each other's facial expressions or, like, feel each other's energies being put off and things, like, everybody's like, that's not a thing, I can't feel energy. I promise you can. I promise you can. You know when you're walking through a parking garage? Exactly. It's called reading a room. And you know when you're walking through a parking garage and you just feel, uh, something's very off right now. Someone is watching me, and you just feel like running to your car. Yeah, that that is called intuition. Listen to it. But the point is, ask for clarification. When you don't know, if you feel like there might be something off, don't get weird. Don't, don't throw petty punches. Don't throw petty punches. Just ask. Be a mature adult. Damn it. <laughs> Mic drop. Ashley uh, literally drops her mic. <laughs> As Mina was saying, I know for a lot of us with anxiety, we can read into things that are not there. And one of the rules that I've come up with that works really well for me that I recommend giving a shot if you never have is the ask once rule, which is I will ask you one time, are you okay? Are we okay? To see if maybe it's one mm-hmm. or the other. If you say, like, yes, I'm okay, and yes, we are okay, I'm going to chalk it up to me being anxious, and that ends there for me. Now, naturally, I'll probably call Mina and be like, hey, I'm going to address this with you because they've already confirmed that nothing else is going on, and that way I can process and move on without then spending my internal energy of going, are you sure we're okay, are you sure we're okay, are you sure we're okay, and then more than likely making that person upset because they've already said okay to me. And that's also where the just tell the truth line comes in because if you are on the receiving end of one of those, it's more than acceptable to set the boundary and go, actually, like, we do have a problem, but I need a little bit to process this before I can talk about it. So, like, you Mm -hmm. asking me to do this thing was more than I'm comfortable doing. So, 
honestly, like, it's not great right now. Like, let me process this and come back to you if that's the way you need to do. Or, like, no, we're not. Like, I really need to talk this out with you. Whatever it is. But that's my rule is I will ask one time for my own health and sanity, are you okay? Are we okay? I think that is a good place to stop for this episode to kind of sum everything up. At the very beginning, Mina talked about having a backbone, and this is what we mean by doing things that gain respect in your friendships or in your relationships that goes both ways. That's avoiding passive-aggressive comments and just communicating with each other. I understand confrontation is scary and it's upsetting and there's honestly that kind of doomsday thought of, oh, this conversation is going to be the thing that ends the friendship, but more likely than not, it can be the same the thing that saves it while the passive aggressive comments mm-hmm. could be the thing that ends it right you never know maybe it could make your friendship relationship stronger because it's like honestly going through tough times with people or going through like whether it's they're helping you through a tough time or you guys are having a tough time together those are the things that build friendships those are the things that build relationships and that's what strengthens you you know like you see someone's true colors when you're going through conflict whether it's with each other or with other things in life so be honest communicate honestly be open you know like what's the worst thing that happens if you walk away from a situation being 100% heard and being completely honest and they know your full feelings and all the things and there is nothing left unsaid or you walk away from a situation with all kinds of pent-up anger because you didn't get to say all the things that you know you wanted to say and you have all these left questions unanswered because they didn't say what they wanted to say or they didn't say what you needed to hear or whatever it was you know so be honest have a backbone, communicate, like, all those good things. (laughs) Yeah. And that goes along with don't offer if you don't want to. That Mm -hmm. not only respects your boundaries of the certain things that you are not willing to do, depending on maybe the hierarchy of friend or your own mental, emotional levels, but also it allows that person to know, okay, there are different people that I go to for different things. Mm-hmm. You know, I know for a fact Mina is my person that I go to to rant. She matches my energy. I know that it's right there. My significant other is definitely somebody that I go to, like, like the way that his solutions are. They very often match kind of the solution that I'm looking for. Both people I can go to either way and both have openly communicated with me when they can match my levels and when they can't exactly but the key thing is there is the open communication how we have both been very open and honest and been able to say look honestly this is a situation that i can't help you with because you know you can't tell somebody to stop eating chocolate if you're still (laughs) eating chocolate (laughs) who was it there was i think it was like gandhi or someone that made an example like that um but you know like you can't Yeah, I think that there's, like, a story about, like, a a monk or something that, like, someone brought their kid to this monk and was like, oh, like, can you help my son stop doing this thing? And he was like, uh, sure, come back in a month and ask me again. And she was like, what? Why? And he's like, because I'm still doing that thing, so I can't tell him to not do the thing because I do the thing. Um, so it's like, it's like that, you know, you gotta know who you're talking to, and we've been very open and honest and been able to communicate and say, hey, look, like, that's not something that I can help you with, that's not something I know how to help you with, but I'm happy to listen, I'm happy to be your shoulder to cry on, but I can't give you a solution. 
<laughs> and that's okay too. Like if somebody is talking to you about something and you just like, you're like, well, I want to be there for you, but I emotionally can't do it right now. I'm so drained. Say that. Be like, look, can we like reconvene tomorrow? Or can you send me a text message that I can re- read tomorrow? Like I want to be there for you. I just currently cannot, you know, like I'm just in the middle of something and I can't, but that's all, all the voice do- boils down to communicating exactly when, why, and how, like, you know, like you want to be there for someone? Great. You can't do it in the, in the moment. Okay, fine. Communicate why, because then like, if you don't, then that person's probably going to be questioning like, oh, did I do something wrong? Like, are we not really as close friends as I thought we were? And you don't want them to be questioning your friendship if there's no reason for them to question your friendship, you know? Like, sometimes things happen, and that's okay, you know? Human decency! <laughs> be flexible! Um, but to, to fully recap, we've got, you know, don't assume. Ask for clarification, as we've discussed. Um, follow up with actions. If you say you're going to do something, do the damn thing. Especially if you've been specific about the things that you can and cannot do. Mm-hmm. I know that because I have the set difference between like my significant other and Mina, that in that situation that I actually do need a solution, being shut down by that makes me question, well, that's the thing you told me to come to you for, so then what am I supposed to do? Right. Um. To continue... Sometimes we have petty fights, and that's okay. We're human beings, but make sure you walk it back and understand that what you did and said was a petty fight, and that's not cool. So, you know, learn from those situations. Um, Making assumptions is a bad thing. As we already said, you know, ask for clarification. Don't assume, because when you assume, you make an ass out of you and me. Need I remind you? Um, Yeah, so let's not do that. Um, Like we already discussed, if if you say you're going to do it, do it. I feel like I've written that down at least 10 times. Like, seriously, do the damn thing and don't offer if you're not going to follow through. Um, also, stand up. Stand up for yourself. Stand up for for um, what you want, for what's right. You know, like, stand up for, like, if in a situation where it's, like, someone's taking advantage of you, stand up for yourself, you know? Or, like, if you want to be friends with somebody and they're being weird and then, like, I don't know, there's, like, a whole situation. If you want to still be friends with them, stand up for that. Stand up for yourself. Stand up for what you want, you know? Like, don't just let somebody walk all over you or walk away from you after one petty fight, you know? Like, make the effort to fix the situation. You know, we have those petty fights and sometimes that, like, if somebody doesn't take the initiative to be like, look, I want to stay friends with you, and it sucks that we're going through this, but can we please figure this out? Then your friendship is just going to die. So be the one that's, that stands up and says something. Be the one that reaches out and says, hey, like, I miss you. I want to be friends. I'm sorry that we had this fight. Like, bite the bullet if they really mean that much to you. And if they don't, then maybe it's better that you're not friends. <laughs> I don't know. Just just thoughts. Just thoughts. Um, so, yeah, to sum it up, have a backbone. Set up for yourself. Ask for clarification. Use your big boy or girl words. Yeah, use your big words and uh, say what you mean and mean what you say. Honesty is everything. Amen to that. To end this episode on a little happy note, I suppose, Mina, what is your upcoming news? And your happy thing of the week. Oh, oh my gosh. I don't even know. So, 
happy thing I feel like is hard because I've had a like kind of a rough week honestly I I guess my happy thing is um I cleaned my room today it was starting to look a little bit like a depression pit uh oh and I made a photo gallery wall which I'm excited for so I just have to pick pictures for right now that's the hardest part dude <laughs> so there's that and um I have a picture of me I want you to frame so I'll send it to you I got you bet send it to me I'm gonna print some pictures tomorrow um I do have a very exciting thing I'm doing next week, but we will talk more about that in next week's episode because I am not going to share the thing until it actually happens. It's a surprise. Well, that's the exciting thing that's happening this weekend. Uh, I'm going to a wedding in North Carolina. That's a fun thing. She's getting to travel, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we love traveling. I'm traveling this month to uh, North Carolina, New York, and Alabama. And next month, we've got New Orleans and Alabama. And the following month, we have New York, New Orleans, and possibly Utah. So, yeah, we are all in the following month is like Chicago and something else. And then after that, maybe Greece. Like, okay, literally the travel schedule is stacked this year and I'm so excited about it. Literally, doesn't matter how many bad things are going on. I'm still so happy and excited and grateful for the opportunities and things in life because that here's the thing, guys. If we could if we could bottle gratitude, we could solve pretty much all of the world's problems. <laughs> so, yeah. Lots to be grateful for, despite the ridiculous number of things I have to be worried about. I'm sure if you tally them up, they'll be close to even. Yeah. They cancel each other out, like PEMDAS, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Very proud of you for using that math terminology. Thank you. Thank you. Anyways, what's your happy thing? Um, for today... Uh, I had a very productive morning this morning, and I was very happy about that. Uh, went to Tropical Smoothie mm. for my grandmother because she's obsessed with that place. I'm obsessed with that place. Um, another happy thing for me is Ashley's actually following through with the 100 Happy Days, and I love seeing her 100 Happy Days um, updates. If you know me, you know that I am an avid supporter of the 100 Happy Days Challenge, and if you haven't done it already, please start and tag me so that I can follow along Yes. on your journey because i love some 100 happy days. speaking of the 100 happy days um this is actually my third attempt at it as most of y'all know not like the biggest social media person and so i kept trying to do the 100 happy days but just like for myself like taking pictures and things and i just needed that extra like reassurance or even like the fact that i i do it on snapchat so that way i can save it in my memories but I am officially on day 10. I did take pictures for day nine, but forgot to post them because I had actually taken like two or three. It was the Mm. weirdest, but somehow also best day. There was a guy flying a kite in the middle of the courtyard and that was gonna be my happy thing. And I went to a restaurant that was my first time trying it and had one of the best margaritas of my life. So that was gonna be a thing. I found the Southern Living store so that was gonna be a thing see see do you see what i'm saying though the longer you do the happy days the more things you find to be happy and grateful for and i guarantee you your whole outlook on life and happiness just changes it just it genuinely changes you it's definitely fascinating to watch like 
yesterday compared to today today was a much harder day for me mentally physically emotionally um was just kind of you know one of my lesser days but i was still noticing like little things that made me happy our fridge right now is like super organized and that made me really happy like see oh my god i love seeing this and it works oh i could cry this right here ladies and gentlemen is the exact example exact example why i am such a supporter of the 100 happy days challenge because that's exactly that is exactly like if you really do it and it's hard to do it like if you watch the ted talk like the founder when he talks about it he says he's like it's a hard thing to commit to 100 happy days Mm -hmm. in a row 100 days in a row who has the time right and like he specifically says that because and the reason that i document it on social media when i do it is because it keeps me accountable to actually keep doing it um because it's like, I feel like, oh shoot, like I have to do that, you know, like when you have that weird, because I also have done it where I've done it in a journal, and like I wrote down the happy thing, and like I can literally, I'll like, I'll post a picture of it on the story um, this week, like it stops at day 60, because I just like forgot, and then I would like fill in the days that I did remember as the days went on, or the weeks went on, or whatever, and it just got messy, and it was just like whatever, and then I gave up on it eventually, but then if you go back through my Instagram stories, there's a couple highlights where it's the complete 100 happy days from 1 to 100. Yeah, for me, I had tried writing it previously, and as much as I love to write, I love to put things into words, what I like about the pictures is now when I go back and look at it, a, it is a lot easier to know what day you're on when you just go to your memories and see what the most recent one you saved mm-hmm. was. <laughs> mm-hmm. And second, it helps you kind of relive that exact moment that you saw the thing that made you happy. Like, mm-hmm. there are three or four photos from this it, restaurant. I've been waiting for this moment for like four years. There are like three or four photos from that restaurant that I kept retaking as they were bringing me out my food. Like, she brought me my chips and salsa, so I took a photo. Then she brought me my margarita, so I took another photo. Then she brought me my actual food, so, so I took another photo. And I was like, one of these will be my happy day. And then I ran into a man flying a kite in the middle of campus. And I was like, I'm going to look super creepy, but I'm going to take a video of this stranger because that man just made my day with his octopus kite. Yeah, see, this is what I'm saying. So um, this has somehow turned into a 100 Happy Days campaign. Uh, please do it and let us know when you do it because I love it. It makes me so happy. Well, I think that might officially be it for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Taking us a long walk to so get here. Stuff. Until next time, I'm Ashley. And I'm Mina. And remember to make good choices.